0: Got it in there almost a minute late. Still made it on time. Still made it on time. Sevon is still out. You guys are stuck with me for one more day. But uh, hopefully we can get in the groove a little quicker this time. Last time felt all right. Like the first 20 minutes. The first 20. At first when I saw the uh, Josh Bridges podcast, I thought I clicked the wrong button and freaked out for a, a second there. It took like 15, 20 minutes to get the flow left. I think uh, we got some great affiliate talk last time. And so uh, I think maybe that'll be the topic of discussion this time. So if you guys have any questions, throw them in there about uh, just whatever, about the gym. What's going on? What's happening at your box? Is there any weird, exciting stories you guys want to tell? Um, No, I did not. I did not. But, you know, we're going to work on it. We're going to work on it. You guys, so I've been playing with these sound effects. You guys want to hear them? So what if we uh, get a little vibe going? Oh, yeah. Good morning little Sunday service
1: we're gonna have some fun
0: too much is that too much (laughs) oh my goodness I have a lot of fun with that there almost too much almost too much ah yes okay what is this one here we go. Jake Chapman. Susan, my mother-in-law is qualified for the 65 plus and doesn't have a coach going with her. I need to pimp her out. That, <laughs> Jake, <laughs> just, you just use the word pimp her out with your mother-in-law, dude. Come on, come on. I know anybody that would be willing to help out. Well, now that we have the comment uh, and I read it out loud for all those people just listening here, they're going to hear it. And maybe somebody will, uh, someone will step up to the plate. Although I would have used a little bit of a different language. Need to pimp her out. That sounds kind of. Oh, CrossFit Corey, you think it sounds like Pornhub music? <laughs> oh, no. full boy thinks it's the same thing. Oh, no. Good morning. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Bob. You're right. Practice, practice, practice. I saw the uh, comments you left there, and I agree. I agree. Philip Kelly, Susan, what's your favorite cereal? The Seven want to know. Do you really want to know? Like, what do you mean? Like, favorite breakfast cereal, I'm assuming? I don't need a to ton to breakfast cereal. It's bad for you. Yeah, exactly, I that's exactly how I feel. I mean, said, Susan's parents are gone. Look out. When the cat is away, the mice will play. Okay, so also, too, we got the, uh, I got the phone line going. We're pretty sure it should still work just like it did yesterday. I'm going to put the call line up here. And uh, hopefully we get someone to call in. At the very least, just uh, just text, just uh, test it out. Stefan going to Madison. Rooms are four to five hundred dollars a night. Yeah, the cheap ones. Wait till it gets closer and closer. Crossfit You look like a Boo Berry kind of guy. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what that is. Okay. So I got some. Uh, I do got some clips with you guys. Souza with the, I was in the drunk take last night beard. (laughs) Paul, I was not in the drunk take last night, but this is a uh, half-ass shave. That's for damn sure. That's for sure. All right, first clip here. Let's get it played up. By the way, thank you everybody who uh, reached out with the kind words yesterday about... um, my first time on the show, that was very nice. Because oftentimes when you turn this thing off, you're just kind of left to your own demise, you know? You're like, did did, did I do well? Did it not do well? I don't know. So check this out. Burger King worker gifted $400,000 for retirement after not missing a single day in 27 years. Four hundred k. That seems a little... I don't know about you guys. That seems a little low for not missing... A single day in 27 years of work. How many days do you think he worked a week? Probably a shitload, too. Look at him. He probably ran that place. If he could make it to Burger King 27 years and not miss a day of work, and half you guys can't even make it to the gym three fucking days a week, you need to, uh, I don't even know if they said his name, Mr. Ford, you need to take some inspiration from Mr. Ford. Kevin Ford, 54, will get a retirement pension of more than $400,000. This is an appreciation for his efforts while working for Burger King in Las Vegas, Nevada. A video of Mr. Ford accepting a gift bag as a reward for not missing a day of work in 27 years went viral last year. The video touched thousands of Americans who felt he should receive another present. Since the GoFundMe campaign has started in his name to generate money for his retirement. So, maybe he'll get another uh, 400K. <laughs> that was his pension, Jeffrey. You're right. You're right. Idea for a future show, Bro Roundtable. What is that? My name's not even in that, Manny. You gotta. Where is am finally putting his card away? Yes, putting multiple of them away as we speak. Doing the hero's work there. So I'm not sure if the uh, call line is on. Any of you guys want to brave it and call it for me? Say hi. You're just gonna leave me fucking out here fry. Jeremy, I'm gonna play a little bit of the uh, clip for I told you yesterday. I didn't play it. I forgot to. And then this time I'm going to play some of it for you oh here we go see by the way the uh call line will no longer read out your name so you guys no need to fear caller hello welcome to the show hey matt hey what's going on cabinet gal cabinet gal what's up cabinet
2: gal i'm sitting out in the sun in connecticut awesome i'm just calling in before jeremy does
0: oh why you don't like the, the you don't like the ongoing story with Jeremy. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not into that story. No, why not? What what doesn't do it for you? Ah, oh, he needs to move on. He needs to move on. I thought I thought they were going. I thought it was going well.
2: No, it sounds like he's running an experiment.
0: <laughs> yeah, but we all get to participate, so that that's all right.
2: All right, I'll try
3: to
0: enjoy it, but it's getting old yeah what do you what anyway you...
2: you're doing you're you're doing a great job there
0: all right well thank you thanks for calling and being the first one breaking the ice maybe we'll get a, a few more to to give a call and uh, chat about some stuff
2: yeah no problem it's a great day here in Connecticut and I'll catch up with you this week
0: thanks I can hear the birds chirping it's so nice it sounds beautiful <laughs> you have a great day all right you take care thanks for calling. bye-bye oh dear me not a fan of your okay, I'm still gonna play this anyways for you because I thought it was hilarious and it made me instantly think of you. Let's see if I could bring it up though. Like <clears throat> again, I don't know how this. We're just gonna have to chop up into sections because I don't want us to get dinged. But it's pretty funny, okay. <laughs> All right, Jamie. So, if you're done running your little experiment, as Cad McCall says, and you're looking for love here, we have today. We brought in a group of conservative young women and wanted to get their <laughs> honest opinions about what they're. Okay, so this is a dating app called The Right Stuff, and it's specifically for conservative women. And uh... looking
4: for in the guys they date.
0: It's as here. We're gonna skip around for a minute.
4: Why do you want to date a conservative?
2: For what? me, at least I know that we're gonna start off with some shared values.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh we got another caller here. Go on, hello. Welcome to the show. Hi. <laughs> hey, what's going on?
2: This is Darth Vader. <laughs> Dude, the Jeremy story is so good.
0: Yeah, I don't it, know. It's, it's
2: it's like it's like the it's like the only thing keeping the show together in the professional realm. It's what it's what makes the show finally like. There's a continuity and a thread there and a particip- participation participation. It's so good. I've never even seen that done before, and and she nailed it. It is an experiment. It's our. It's what happens. When a fucking dude has to navigate the lands of, of retarded tartary in order to um, uh, get laid. It's like, it's like he's certain, sur- you know, like Crane Manus. You, like, you have to have sex with a female and then run away before she slops your head off as a black widow. <laughs> you got to strum the web so you don't and then hump her and then and sneak away. Dude, it's, it's just brilliant. And there's so many fun things, you know what I mean? He's the black guy, she's the white girl. I mean, it's just, it's so layered. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. patient, she doesn't shut the fuck up. He's described her as a perfect, in a loving way, just a complete manic retard. I mean, it's just <laughs> stereotypical, just, it's our modern day um, West Side Story, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a Seven Podcast exclusive. Listen, if you can't enjoy the Jimmy thing, just take a few deep breaths and, you know, heat up some lemon juice in the in the microwave. Drink a hot cup of you know fucking tea, caffeine free, and just chill. Just enjoy this one. Just enjoy the journey on it, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got it's got a it's got politics and sex and 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 love and, and it's 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 fucking nuts, dude. It's I love it. I, I who was it? I was Cabinet Lady. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we even got That's a cabinet true. lady. Well, she's <laughs> off her rocker. I love her, but she, she's all. And I love the fact that it pisses David Weed off when Jeremy calls. Oh, it's a, it's a twelve out of ten on every level. So good. <laughs> Heidi you? can't help but rip on him. It's just, I just love Jared. Jeremy,
0: no one, no one get it. So
2: he stops calling in. We need to hear this saga.
0: Yeah, we need to hit, we need the whole story. And at the end, we got to take all of them and clip it together into one long story. So all of them run back to back.
2: Yes, yes. Hey, guys, the more comfortable we can hear, make Jeremy instead of making fun of him, the more likely we're going to get the stories like of like a, a, with nudity and his hog out. And, and like weird shit she says to him when they're having sex. And it's
0: gonna be, gonna, <laughs> Is that so much true? Like, or- <laughs>
2: You have to think of Jeremy as like a snail. You don't want to touch those antlers and then they go back in. You know what I mean? You got to <laughs> let him like have the antlers out and cruise around. You don't want him to – we don't want him to retract, contract.
0: Yeah, he's got to get comfortable. Safe. Yeah, we got to make it – it's a safe space. Yeah. It's a safe space. Jeremy, I think, was already in the yeah. uh, comments this morning too. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's soaking it up right now. You think his you think his girlfriend's ever going to listen to it? Like what if one day she's like, oh, hey, that's – Hey, I really want to like get into his world and get to know him a little bit more. You know, I'm going to listen to that podcast he always talks about.
2: Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the, uh, that would be the crown jewel dude when she actually gets involved in the story. When, I mean, that's eventually what's going to happen. She's going to find out that he's sharing on the largest podcast on planet Earth or second largest uh this story of their relationship and how she handles that like is she gonna think she's part of an experiment or is she gonna realize <laughs> you
5: know,
2: we're actually is for this is 2023 counseling and what friendship looks like it's the whole thing is so fantastic
0: told you it's and, and
2: and 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 now we have our own personal dilemma because we like jeremy but we also know know we're exploiting them for uh 39 cent donations on on YouTube. I mean, <laughs> this thing is crazy. I'm so excited about uh,
0: it. Oh my gosh. The chat is conflicted. Half of them, half of them realized who it was and half of them didn't.
2: Uh, Michael. Star Vader. <laughs> hey, hey, um uh, the the thought of Jake, you know, that's an a media opportunity for us too. We should also exploit Jake Chapman. Is that his mom or stepmom?
0: That was his mother-in-law, because, his mother-in-law.
2: Yeah, we should, like, we should get, like, you should be her coach at the games, and then we'll have they're doing behind the scenes also. I, I should mean, do it. A coach is passing shit, yeah. It's like, it's awesome. It's like, it oh. wouldn't that be great if you went there with the games athlete? Yeah, game?
0: 65 plus, you know, that's perfect. Be ready to run oh,
2: so so slick oh. what would they be like i uh, know sorry no one from the seven on podcast can be your coach
0: <laughs> they just got to turn their shirts inside out that's all like we did at the games. hey i you saw i sent you uh ezra's phone number yes i did yeah yeah Ezra as the. I know, uh, I, I
2: know, I know, the audience is going to be ecstatic about that. We got Ezra Atterhol. Who's that?
5: Who's
0: that? Michael C's pushing me here. Michael C paid a dollar It said, "Hang up, I'm getting bored." And then I saw his comment. Michael C knew I saw his comment. And then his next comment, which was also a dollar ninety nine, said, "Say it, Souza. Damn it, I paid for it." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, oh my god.
2: god, that was good. You guys. Good. Are, you guys- you guys are good. They, 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 the haters are just uh, yeah, about the Jeremy story. Like, they just they're just part of the story. They offer no, um, they don't sway the opinion at all. Jeremy's the best. That story's oh, 100%. the thread that's keeping the show alive. Yeah,
0: the story's going nowhere. The story is going yeah. nowhere. That's for sure. We're gonna keep. We're yeah. gonna keep that one up. It, we want to see how that ends. We it's gotta follow like,
2: the Democratic Party without AOC. It's like you gotta
0: keep her. They the real reason is is how could you be listening to the show and not be totally invested in the story? That's what I don't yeah. get. Like how are you not yeah. like wondering? Yeah. Like how are you not secretly yeah. wanting me to show up with a hat low over my eyes and film them across the street while they're at a date? You know? Yes. <laughs> how, do you, how do you not yes. want that to
2: happen? That's the real question. Yes. Aren't you dying? And everyone's probably dying to know what she looks like. And it's just Oh, so I great. know
0: I'm dying to know what she looks like. I bet she's cute, though, because Jeremy, Jeremy's a good-looking yeah, dude. And he's got a rocking body.
2: Yeah, she is. She's very attractive. Yeah, I said it, Jeremy. I'll give you that.
0: Hey, someone said, uh, Jay Hartle said, I bet the caller is a uh, sexy Armenian. That's a good, It's correct. a good guess. When
2: he's, not, when he's not playing Darth Vader. Dude, people <laughs> yeah. dress up. I would... People dress up as Star Wars characters.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that? You go to the movie dressed up as a Star Wars character? I think it's right. I think
2: think there's nothing less interesting than dressing up as a Star Wars character. But I only bring it up in context of how much better is the Jeremy story than going to like Comic-Con as Boba (laughs) Fett. And a million people would probably love to do that. Like great.
0: Yeah, I thought you were going to say if you dress up and, uh, <laughs> if you dress up and go to a Star Wars theater, mental illness instantly, mental illness.
2: It, oh, it totally is. Hey, is uh-huh. Boba Fett the bounty hunter? Is that which one, that's what what is that him? I don't even know. I did Bo- oh, Boba Fett. I don't. All know. right. Well, thank you. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for doing the show. Oh
0: Be yeah, man. Thank you. Thanks for coming in and chatting for a little bit. Don't anyone
2: stir me up again. I need to concentrate. No one say anything crazy again. (laughs) Well,
0: the phone lines will be open the whole time. So if you feel the urge.
2: All right. All right. Thank you.
0: Yep. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Sevon Matosian. Even calling in from the car. Dylan Val, anything could happen on the Sevon podcast. Yeah, exactly. Even a schlup like me could end up in front of here running the show, huh? Okay, we had a couple of uh, questions. Do you guys want to see the rest of that clip about it? It was just the end that I thought was hilarious. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna play the last piece of this clip because I thought it was funny. I'm personally, I'm a huge fan of the uh, of the story. Jeremy, here we go.
4: And what's the biggest red flag
0: when it comes to dating? A Democrat. No Democrats. <laughs> a Democrat can't be a Democrat. All right. Well, <laughs> we know what the qualification is there, huh? Can't be a Democrat.
5: Oh, my
0: goodness. Yeah, it's a um, <laughs> Jay Hartle. I need to get on that site. It's called the uh, What's It Called? Hold on. Let me make sure. Date the right stuff. Date the right, right stuff. Get the pun there. So, what do you guys have? Do you guys have anything weird going on at your, uh, at your box, at your gym, that you want to chat about? Is there anything strange happening? Is this the crocodile? Kid? Oh, is that the bow that you guys were talking about? Sleek, it's, like it's like a train wreck. I'm sorry it happened, but I can't stop looking at it as I drive by. <laughs> i think they're talking about the jeremy story with that jeremy you're such a good dude for letting us in the intimate part of your uh life there yes Evonne is getting his level two cert this weekend good guess i thought there was a um i was looking for a good question that was at the top i thought i saw one but oh here we go slater susan what are your thoughts about the mass shooting that happened 20 minutes away from me joe by the this morning on my way to work still heavy police presence yeah, I think that status quo after anything like crazy like that happens, I think they end up keeping uh, like a huge police presence for a while, not only for investigation purposes, but just for like like public like appearance, right? They just want everybody to feel like it's going to go okay. Hurry up, go back to buying stuff into your jobs. We have <laughs> everything is fine. Um, fuck, I don't really like talking about these that much. Honestly, because I I feel that the only way that we could actually make some sort of move towards um, a solution or or solving something like this would be to first have to look at the data of like the last, you know, the last shootings that happened over the course of, let's say, the last five or six years, right? And you would compile all the data and then you would find different threads through them to kind of look at and say, okay, is there anything in these threads that connect kind of all these or have similarities of all these happening? That we could look at and that we could actually like work towards bettering. And so I don't, I don't, know what that is. I was just saying, just saying that that would seem like a more viable solution than basically the political aisle parting it, like it's doing with everything. Because I always feel that once the political aisle parts it, nobody's solving any problems. We're just going to argue for the, uh, we're just going to argue for the, the home team. Jay Hartle, Susa, how did you fall into owning a gym? I wish the story was uh, more awesome than it was. But basically, the long and the short of it was I was um, I was coaching at a gym voluntarily at the one up the, in, in Livermore here. Oh, and we have a caller to be continued. Caller, hello. Welcome to the show. Caller, good morning.
1: You were live. Good morning. Good morning, Steve-O. How are you today?
0: I'm great. How are you?
1: Good. I have a controversial opinion on all these shootings.
0: Oh, okay. Let's hear it.
1: I think they're all bad.
0: I, w- I would agree with that as well. I yeah. think
1: that I think that I think that murder might be not popular to say today, but is wrong.
0: But right, yes, yeah, I would agree.
1: I would my agree. Take on shootings, would you agree? With I would agree. Shootings? Yes,
0: awful, terrible, wrong. This is a kind
1: of homogenized thinking that happens when we listen to many savant podcasts.
0: What do you mean? Like some people some people don't think it's wrong?
1: No, that was a really good joke. Okay. Um I got a question. <laughs> yeah, what's up? So last night I was in a bar arm wrestling with a bunch of racist South Africans okay. and I think I tore my rotator cuff. That do you have as a gym owner? Yes. Do you have any like particular Kelly Starrett ish kind of methods for remedying my broken joints.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. If, if also, it, I got one more thing, so yeah, I apologize. Yeah, no, go cabinet
1: lady may be wrong, but at least she calls in. I want everyone to know this is a call-in show. Yeah. So people that shit talk in the comments, call in, you sons of guns. Exactly. All right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know, yeah. Ba-da-ba-bing. All right. Sorry. <laughs> But what do I do about my rotator cuff?
0: Well, first off, you need to stop uh, challenging randoms to arm wrestle in the bar. That's going to that's gonna lead to injury. So you can reduce your risk right. down to zero by just not not doing that. And uh, you got a lacrosse ball handy?
1: Uh, no. No, I didn't go to college.
0: Okay. So
1: okay. I did not play lacrosse.
0: Okay. So you're, you're pretty much fucked. I'm going to let you know that right now. Unless you have a lacrosse ball, forget about it. Really? Yeah, that's the key. Everybody knows oh. it. Oh, dang. Yep. All right. Well, yeah, I guess
1: I'll just take my happy ass down the road.
0: But... Yep. The, the crowd agreed and uh, I just solved the problem. Thank you for calling.
1: All right. Let me know I'll if you have so any bad. other
0: elements I could cure over the air for you.
1: Oh, oh I, I can. Well, maybe
0: not. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> get at the joke because everybody always says that uh, lacrosse balls, they'll fix everything. So yeah, so that was basically I was uh, I was coaching part time at a gym. It wasn't a paid position; it was a volunteer position. I was uh, attending um, classes there for a while, and a husband and wife that worked there or worked out there at the time basically wanted to start their own gym, and they thought that I had a knack for coaching. I clearly enjoyed it, and um, they offered if I wanted to get on the journey with them, and I said yes. And about eight months later. We actually, we didn't start a gym. I bought an existing CrossFit gym in Livermore. We were going to start a gym in Tracy. It was all set. I had the location, everything um, lined up. We just had to sign on the dotted line for the lease. And uh, when they went to tell the gym owner that they were, that they were working out at like what the plan was and why they were quitting and we we're going to move to the city about 20 minutes away or so. um, He he said at the time, like, Hey, why don't you buy this? Because he started in 2008, and it was never a the intention for him to have a functioning business. It was just a place for him and his buddies to go work out. More people started to show up. At the time, CrossFit was really popular. So the gym started to grow, and he knew that he wasn't doing the uh, business the justice that it deserved. So he, he basically said, hey, rather than starting from scratch, why don't you guys consider buying um, this gym, which was called MM CrossFit at the time? And, uh, and then that's how it came to be. So we stopped everything that we had on the, in the other city in Tracy, and we turned our focus to purchasing the existing CrossFit gym. And in 2013, we bought it and, um, and that's that we bought it. We turned it into CrossFit Livermore. And then in 2016, I bought out my business partners. They were going different directions in life. They were selling actually all their businesses in California, moving out of state. And, uh, I was one of those businesses that they had. So in 2016, I took sole ownership 100% of the business and it's been rocking ever since. Um, and sorry, I can't see you guys' other comments if you've been talking right now, just because I tried to pause on these so I could actually remember to read them because I skipped a shitload, including Philip Kelly's donation yesterday. I apologize, Phil. You can put it in. You don't have to donate again. I'll read it. I, I can not remember what it was. Susan, how many days a week do you, uh, how many days a week does the average member? Attend class four point eight. No, it's usually I, I would say it's anywhere between between three and four is probably. But the program I write for the gym, I write it for seven days a week, um, because I do have a lot of people that come that often. So it's a uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday class at CrossFit. Thursday we do some sort of active recovery or uh, cardio intervals. Friday, Saturday back to class at CrossFit, and Sunday I teach the mobility class in the mornings. Um, oh, wait, somebody else also asked that same question. That's interesting. Michael C., Susan, what's your fan time? Best ever is 2.35. Don't ask me to do that right now, though. Okay, we'll go down to the bottom. We'll we'll start over here. Who do we got? No medical advice. Yes, this is not, that was not medical advice. <laughs> A lacrosse ball. He's referring to the last, the last caller that called in. Susan, why don't you tell us about you? Well, because I think that would probably work better in an and Melissa asks, Susan, why don't you tell us about you? Needs to be as good as Brian part one. No pressure. It doesn't work that way. You need somebody on the other side of it, right? They got to ask the questions. They got to probe. They got to pry. Otherwise, it just kind of sounds weird if I'm just like picking and choosing. Um, Susan, ain't that why God invented computers to do the kind of research you said? about what? That was an old comment. Sorry. Thanks for putting up a show. That's ideal. I just figured something's better than nothing, right? We already uh, eclipsed yesterday's views, which is good. Got more today. So thank you for... up? Oh, never meet your heroes. True. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Any questions? Callers? Susie, do you have an espresso maker? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Can you do anything about my craps? Dick butter. No, I cannot do shit about that. Don't itch him. It'll probably end up making it worse. Okay. Got another clip here for you guys. Don't worry. I'm curious as to what you guys um, think about this one here. Now, I apologize in advance because this is one of those things that I know you guys probably, as I do, hate the reactions where it's somebody just sitting there like nodding and like pointing at the clip the whole time. They're absolutely terrible. They're absolutely terrible. Wadzami, new segment. You look up things we suggest in urban dictionary. Yeah. That's not going to be good. I mean, how long before we get censored on that one? Huh? We can't even talk about the anymore, let alone whatever else we could uh, find on urban dictionary. That would be a crazy like a little sensor okay here we go so another example of reincarnation that was going to be my question to you guys we'll let this clip play uh inside this clip you have a year um in a five month old pianist it's a baby sitting at a piano on its parents lap and it's playing with its <clears throat> it's playing with its index finger to the piano and then this woman who uh who did the little side by side whatever the reaction video to it um is saying that this is another example of reincarnation Like, looking to see if like the adult hand was like playing, or if there was some sort of video magic. Okay, so what do you guys think? Do you guys believe in the reincarnation? You think that baby is like Mozart, like reincarnated? I don't know. I don't know if I buy it. How much have you collected in offerings this morning? Just so you know, if you don't pay your tithes in offerings to the Sevon podcast, you are. <laughs> Thank you, Sephardellis. Yes, yes. Make sure the tie to the. Jonathan Ortega, is that goddamn baby playing piano? Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys think that that's real? Hence why it's all in tune. Russ Stevens, he's not buying it. Okay, so we're uh, thinking that it's perhaps fake. Look at PK's comment. Oh, God. <laughs> the hot topic question for every uh, affiliate owner. During the Floyd 19, how did you feel personally, personally about the pressure to take a side? I didn't feel any pressure to take any side. Um, We did have some issues with, uh, you know, like certain members saying they wanted us to like respond uh, to it or to like post the black square. We didn't post the black square. Um, We actually didn't do anything about it. I was going to completely leave the whole entire topic alone, but one of the corporate partners that I had at the time, they basically reached out to me and were like, Hey, this happened. And since you're attached to us as the company, and and you're attached to CrossFit, like we'd like you to make some sort of statement, which I thought was crazy. Um, and so yeah, we made a video, and I basically was like, CFL is open for everybody. We don't agree with any comments that might have come off as uh, offensive or racist, and uh, and uh, we're open for everybody. It was basically like the long and the short of of what we did, and and that was it. That was it. I knew that over time, it would kind of level itself out. And uh, I also just think it was just the pent-up energy from the uh, government response there to the... Uh, so, <laughs> made everybody kind of spring a little bit as soon as a affiliate owners feeling pressure to respond. But that was it. Mine was pretty low-key. Um, WS, Susan, is it, uh, anyone ever reach out to you to pick your brain about opening a box? Yeah. Quite often now it started before. It was probably like once every couple of months, somebody would kind of reach out and we would chat. And, um, just this last month, I think I've had, I've talked to like four people. So there was a little, um, link I put in the bio of my, uh, Instagram, which sounds super lame and I hate to do it this way, but it was just made it easy. So that way people that want to come in could just click that and schedule a time to like chat or something like that, which unfortunately my schedule changes all the time. So sometimes that has to change a little bit too, but um, by and large, yes, I'm available to talk. So if you want anything, you could use that and hit it up. Okay. I'm trying to see here. if There's anything else. It's funny. These comments are uh, tougher to keep up to when you're hosting the whole thing. A lot easier when I'm just sitting shotgun. BS 431980, I lost a lot of respect for certain athletes over the Floyd 19 stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Philip Kelly, the two-handed hold on the coffee mat indicates authenticity as Trish described. Trish is quite the character. Trish hasn't been here in the last couple of days, huh? That is interesting. Trish is everywhere. Jonathan I'm going to set up a calendarly with you, Susan, because I said I talked about it. yeah, please do dude, all this stuff gets buried sometimes in my uh, text and this thing um, the calendarly uh, connects directly to my calendar so it updates it in real time which is good. Oh Trish now <clears throat> now I feel comfortable I was feeling insecure like you purposely weren't listening to it because I was in I was in the pilot seat here. Trish, I've never had respect for the athletes. Ooh.
5: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Okay, we're going to play another clip here. Uh, this one doesn't have too much to it. It's not very philosophical at all. Um, this one, it's just uh, a little something I wanted to share with you guys. A little spill. For those of you guys listening and not watching, I'm sorry. This clip is, uh, yeah, this clip is video only. Here we go. Play it. Cruising in the Derby. And takes a little spill. So now, one thing that I want you guys to notice in this clip, it's a little person riding a scooter in mud, and the scooter slips out, and they completely fall. And I paused it right before they fall, because if you look at everybody in the background here, not even one person, maybe the seat of the glasses, like even uh, notices or acknowledges uh, uh, little dudes. It's pretty. It's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, so for Dallas, this is. Uh, I saw this classic. The guy behind him looks and then turns away. Exactly like as if he wanted to, uh, <laughs> as if he didn't want to be responsible. Like he falls over and they're like, and he's like, "Okay, if I pay attention, then I have to be responsible for asking if he's okay." I don't want to do that. Uh, your mom, hey, mom. Do you think you'll will ever see CrossFit as a sport separate from HQ? So the two entities that differentiate the two. Um, no, I think they'll forever be connected by the, uh, by the name, by the name CrossFit. I think it'd be hard to de- decouple that. Like, how would you? Would you call the methodology something different? I think by just by the name being the, uh, being the same, the CrossFit Games versus just CrossFit in and of itself. I think that the bright shiny object will always kind of attract more attention. So the masses will kind of look at that and point to it and be like, Hey, that's CrossFit. And they're pointing at the CrossFit games and us as trainers and affiliate owners will look at that and say, no, that's not about CrossFit. We'll point to the person that's lost hundred pounds and completely changed, uh, changed their life and have gotten their health back under control. And I think it'll be really, really tough if they, if even possible to, uh, to separate the two from, The uh the eye of the masses, which is really what you want, because everybody who truly knows CrossFit or is taking their own one understands it. So the question really is, is like, how do you how do you differentiate to the people who don't understand what CrossFit is? So that's the that's the tough part. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica T. Sue's wee man. That would have been a better way to say it. Damn it, Jessica, that was a better joke. Get it? Because I'm like Steve O, and that's wee man. Logan Mars, this is my favorite event at the CrossFit High Challenge comp. Well, this or the plyo box muscle ups. I guess he was referring to the little man falling. That might have been a, a joke he was making about the race. Okay, Susa, why don't you go? Why don't Philip Kelly, Souza, why wouldn't you guys go down to semis? I'm bewitched, bothered, and bewildered over this. What do you mean go down to semis? Like um have me do what I do at Waterpalooza and stuff like that. I don't know if the venue's uh, big enough and if, if it's the best usage of the time in terms of coverage. Um, we're still going to be crushing it from the house on the weekend. So we're still going to be doing a lot of stuff there. I just don't think we'll have to be there in person. But I'm sure we'll have some on-site correspondence. Some on-site correspondence down there uh, relaying some information. So we'll do it at the games. Don't worry. We'll do it at the games. Okay, so I I don't know actually if I want to go with this clip. Maybe we'll maybe we'll go for a little more here. Screw it. We'll just play this one. Okay. So one of the uh, members of my gym story time here. A little uh, a little story time. Um, one of the members of my gym works at the uh, lab up the way, the Lawrence Livermore lab. And he was talking about when they have people travel in from, uh, from out of state or whatever, they're flying them in now to the San Jose airport and not the Oakland airport because they were finding out that, people in Oakland were targeting people at the rent-a-car parking lot. So you come in with all your bags and shit like that. And they would basically either wait for you, wait in the parking lot to see which car you loaded in and then robbed you when to go drive away. Or as you, there's a gas station coming into the Oakland airport and they would basically wait by the gas station and then, um, rob you when they knew that you were from out of town with, uh, with luggage and stuff in your car. Um, so they started having people go to different airports, right? Because they can no longer keep control over Oakland Airport. Well, don't need to fear it out. You don't even need to go to the airport to, uh, to get robbed. This, you can see it says Hotel Jack London Square. So this would have been in like the uh, Jack London Square of Oakland. This would have normally been classified as kind of the uh, safer part of Oakland because there's a lot of business and stuff down there. But look at this. You see people just hopped out of a car broke the uh, passenger window, broke the back window, and they're loading what looks like all of their travel luggage directly just into their car, uh, double parked next to it. It just jumped out, broke out the back window. This is in the middle of broad daylight. And they just pack it up, hop in the car, and take off. And they're a pretty well-oiled machine. Like, they don't – and they almost ran that bike over when they went to leave too. Did you guys see that? That was crazy. I don't even think he saw that biker. But in terms of like, as you watch them move, and this is how you could always kind of tell like if uh, the criminals are experienced or not because they're relatively calm. They're not frantic. They're not like running back and forth and doubling back over. They're very like concise and making sure that they're grabbing everything. And the other one knows exactly. I'm opening this back. I'm filling this up. I shut this. He's got one more bag. I'm opening the back passenger seat. Like it was really smooth. So that means that this isn't, that's definitely not their first rodeo here but the um the p- purpose of it is just to show that it's just it's getting more and more brazen i mean just right in the middle of broad daylight downtown oakland little fumble there so maybe they weren't as uh well i guess if they're professional they wouldn't be robbing somebody's car in the middle of the day anyways right but yeah definitely if you guys come to the bay area oakland do not leave anything in your car I swear, like that should just be, they should have it signs at the airport if they don't already. That just said, do not leave shit in your car. Do not leave anything in your car. Um, let's see here. I already read Mo- Logan Weiss. Uh Philip Kelly gave me some PTSD because he commented with the donation. I talked about that a little earlier and I forgot it. So now I'm like scrolling around trying to uh to find it here. Welcome back. You got uh, you got something to say about that last clip you listened to?
2: Now think about it. There's there's um, will hire signs everywhere in the Bay Area. Everywhere, Everybody, everywhere. Anybody can go get a job for twenty dollars an hour. Anybody can get a job for twenty dollars an hour. Anybody. They're everywhere, right? And yet these people sit there at home one or two or three or four people they devise this plan they spend a couple hours devising it They figure out which airports they're going to go to they put together this whole elaborate plan instead to steal luggage and, and, and why do they do that because the, the consequences yeah hey if if if, if i told thereof. you that the, yeah lack thereof exactly if i told you that um uh hey, uh, a cop uh, grabbed a guy. There was a guy, he put a gun to a pregnant, he did a home invasion robbery. A man went into a house with a gun, a home invasion robbery, and put a gun to a pregnant woman's stomach and strong-armed her and uh, robbed her. I mean, you would think this man is very dangerous, right? Yeah. And if the cops, app- and if the cops apprehended him and he died in the apprehension of him, you um, would be like, hey, it sounds like he was a pretty dangerous man. Agreed. But if I told you it happened three hours after he did it, he's very dangerous. Six days after he did it, does it become less dangerous? Mm. A, a year after he did it, is he less dangerous? Three years? The, the, whole, the whole thing of just giving people pardons and accepting their bad behavior, but even worse, holding them up as heroes is fucking insane. You were just reading that story to me. It's It's disgusting. I had never heard of anyone getting robbed in an airport until like two or three years ago in the United States. Yeah. And now you can't, by the way, you can't even park at San Jose comfortably. Uh, one of my friends parked at San Jose two years ago and had their catalytic converter stolen. This is at an international airport where there's hundreds, if not thousands of cameras and criminals are just going in and stealing catalytic converters
0: yeah because like you said there's no consequence and so it's easier for me to just go steal that and i can make more more on my hour doing that with less consequence than i could going to get a job somewhere
5: and it would
2: be so easy to stop yeah there's no it would be so easy to stop
0: it's it's insane but you know the gas station i've talked about right as you go to leave oakland airport right
2: I know exactly what you're talking about. There's a hotel there where they have a swinger parties too.
0: Yeah, that's right. So it's, it's, oh, swinger parties. <laughs> I didn't know
5: about that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly right right exactly in that about.
0: area, which is nuts because I've gone there. Yeah, you, know, you go yeah. there tons of time, fill up for some gas and get about your way or stop in there to grab something before you have to head into the airport. And yeah. They're waiting right behind that hotel and, and robbing people right there.
2: There's a shell there one time and I was getting gas at night by the Oakland airport and a car pulls up. It was a, a Nissan Maxima with tinted out windows and the driver's door open. And a guy, I shit you not had a huge bucket of Kentucky fried chicken and he just dumped it out on the ground there. And it was, it looked like it was like, uh, like 300 like wings. He had eaten in, and storing them in that bucket, oh, the, the bones and dumped it out and then brought the bucket <laughs> back inside his car and then dumped out his ashtray. Just uh, right on the ground there. Hey, all he would have had to do is stand up and, like, 10 feet to the left, five feet to the left, put it in a trash can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I, yeah.
2: I'm all for crazy, severe consequences. I believe that money is, is uh, human energy. Mm-hmm. And I think the most valuable thing we have is our time. I, I believe in just crazy. Hey,
0: you know, ever since we've
2: had uh, hired... premeditated stealing, premeditated stealing is like the worst
0: ever since um ever since i've i, I met our uh, friend raymond i'm calling him my friend now too yeah that's do good you, you do think. you do you remember yeah. what he told me about money what to do by any chance oh shit did i lose you no can you hear me we still got you yeah sorry i'm i'm
2: that's in right. the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <I'm sorry.
0: laughs> um you remember what raymond told me about money by any chance
2: no, what did he say?
0: He said to no. he said to uh, he said to if you want it, you need to you need to study it. You need to study. it. You need to know it, right? And um, yeah, I agree yeah. with you on the whole. Money is uh, is human energy. It's stored human energy. It's your own stored human energy. It buys other people's human energy, right?
2: Yeah, it's human potential. Yeah, it's for buying it. Like I give the skate guy money, and he gives me two hours of his time. His human energy.
0: Right, right. But here's the scary thing. So then what we're basically saying is the central bank owns human energy.
2: Yes. Yes. We've agreed to it. We've, we've outsourced it. Yes. Yeah. Which is nuts because if they
0: could, if money can be, if it's not tethered to anything and it can kind of just be printed at the will of the government, I mean, there's all the obvious consequences that come with that, but the main one just staying on the track of it being human energy, essentially what you're doing is you're allowing them to, to control not only the current human energy and present time, but all of our future children's generations and everything else is future energy, right? Yep. And hey, that's a big problem. Have you
2: heard these guys who now are describing what the issue is with AI? That they, that it's not going to be it's not going to be robots that come down and take over people. It's just going to be the word. It's gonna, it's 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 basically gonna be minority report, but it's gonna learn, it's gonna learn human behavior and how people react to certain words. Look at the, this is not gonna be a popular uh, subject here, but look at the Bible, it's this book full of words, right? Yep. And look how many people fucking subscribe to that. You don't think AI is gonna do a better job you're writing the New Bible, and it's, and it's gonna be able, be able to control even more people?
0: So as uh, 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 essentially, you're saying through mass it's algorithm response. Is- through mass.
2: Psychosis. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It knows everyone knows. So you stream fire in the movie theater and now we know how um, everyone reacts, right? Uh, if there's a hundred people, 70 run for the door, 10 people grab their popcorn and uh, 20 people stand up and be like, does this mean I can't watch the movie? And then, and then that's a data point. Right. And right. then it says, uh, and it just keeps track of all that at a crazy high speed. It's basically chess with our lives and 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 what's funny is it's going to be that easy for the ai to control people and, but it's going to be that easy not to be controlled cuz all you'd have to do is turn it off right all you have to do is not not participate hey but that's but, a but that's but a we're, thing. we're surrounded by people who know that and they still don't believe it but There's, they still don't believe how powerful words are that it's all sorcery going on yet.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, too, is just like everything else in, in our society, you could always choose not to participate, but you really can't, right? It's like the terms and agreement when you get a new iPhone. Like, sure, you could sit there and read well, it and understand you, it. I think you can. I how? think you can. How are, would you, are, the, you,
2: are the Amish, you just got to, just. you're just not going to do some of the things that other people do. Hey, dude, how is, how is anyone participating in the NBA, NFL? Uh, it would be so easy not to. It would be so easy to stop watching the NBA and NFL. It would be so easy not to purchase any Nike gear anymore. We know how deplorable these fucking companies are, and yet everyone is part is, is uh, still, still partakes. Yeah, yeah, willing participants. I'm not. I can't argue. Man, look at the Amish they're doing it are they right? you think the they're guy at the partici- top though I, you
0: think the one behind like the one who's the fucking leader is it is it on is it on tiktok and and scrolling through that explore page or what <laughs> like
2: i think it, i don't know yeah, see, that's I mean, what, I what do i know but yeah but um i th- i think you can get pretty pretty far off the grid and uh and st- and, and not be a permanent uh, too
0: yeah, maybe it'll become a more and more popular uh, movement there. In other words, we'll continue to carve the path on the way out, right? I don't know. Hey, dude, I don't. I, do you know how to catch a fish and then clean it and cook it? Fuck no. I mean, I've done it before. I was taught me, it when me I was younger, neither. but I haven't done it in so long that I I couldn't confidently say yes to that.
2: Yeah, that can't be that hard to learn. And just think of the independence that we do.
5: That's very right, true. We live,
2: we live by an ocean, right? I mean, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, we're so far removed from being able to uh to be self-sufficient though, like by and large. I mean, I know there's a couple people that's show, but I'm not one those
2: people instead of those people instead of fishing fish out of the ocean are waiting
0: by the airport to strong arm people. I mean it's, oh, it's, fuck. it is it is nuts. Hey dude, that's the urban fishing. That's urban fishing. Yes. We're being called Californians. Uh, Trish also said we sound like two um, 14-year-old boys who smoked our first joint. Hey, it's
2: fair. That's fine. Hey, and not only that, but those people are being defended because of the color of their skin. Well, it's okay. Imagine that. Imagine what that says to all the other people, the, the vast majority of melanated people who hear that who, who are disgusted by that. It just lumps all of them up. That is Statements like that, that is the root of systemic racism. When people say, oh, but it's just reparations, or hey, it's just, it's okay. They're marginalized people. We have to have sympathy for them. You, that's the Democrats saying, hey, they're stupid. We're smarter than them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The superiority complex is, is baked into almost every single one of their policies and their vernacular. But is there a way out of it? Like, hey, do you honestly think that San Francisco's on a one way track yeah, to just fall yes, off the fucking cliff? Like, or no, do you think that there's no a solution? This,
2: you need some crazy fuck like Rudy Giuliani, what he did to New York. I remember when new york was dangerous and then when it got safe again yeah it was crazy well what was the they main thing? totally to and, do it, dude. What,
0: what was the main thing the stop and frisk policy was that what yeah, started, started just allow
2: yeah just just let the good hey it's what they didn't um uh dude
0: I get it was it, what, but I what should... they just did in ecuador
2: hey dude or el salvador they just re- arrested two percent of the nation's population.
0: Yeah, but aren't you aren't you worried that that that, that stop-and-frisk policy is giving very too worried, much power very, to the state?
2: Very worried. Very worried. But um, this... Um, there, I, I have to choose my battles.
0: Dude, I went on this... Um, I, I started... Remember a while hey, back, I said I was going to do a deep dive on public education? And this ties in. Yeah. At, the more and more that I... The more and more that you start to... Uh, that you, that you look into it and kind of see the progress as, as it's made, too. It's like, I don't think we have the tools to even get ourselves out of this through the way that the generations are thinking these days.
2: Hey, the, um, and think of all the endless evidence that there is of all the crazy fucking sexualizing of kids and brainwashing and on our schools, and yet I bet you half our listeners send our kids to still the public school.
0: I bet you majority of them will. I did, you know. I don't know if there's yeah. too many viable solutions. It's That's nuts. a tough call to make. It's nuts. Uh, move, move on to an Become Amish. <laughs> Daniel said, "I hear Rudy is available. Yeah. If you want him,
2: <laughs> I think we need Rudy too. Tank, but we need Ramaswamy."
0: Tank Tank Reeves says, "San Francisco is a lost cause shithole." Yeah, San Francisco
2: is pretty. Uh, it, it's 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 uh, man.
0: Trish, you boys would be running in high, running to the state as soon as you had to clean a fish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know. Hey, the, hey, I, that's you're you're fucking. You're, you're right. She's you know right. what I mean? She's like, right. Yeah, yeah, Trish. Right. Like that's the thing. She. That's the thing. I know smoking's bad for you because I smoke, right? I mean, it's like, it, but but it's ninety nine percent of the people can't even admit that they get they get defensive. It's,
0: it's like yeah, CK Kevin said they could frisk me any day, nothing to hide. I, that's the thing hey. though. It's like, hey, hey, and here's the here's the next thing too. Says, um
2: I use the iPhone, not horrible. I um, I, I Tyson Bajan. I love him to death. I'm so excited that he made it to the NFL. The is everywhere. I, I I'm, not, I'm not lying to myself. <laughs> I'm not lying to myself.
0: Oh, Jeremy! World says, uh, "Hurry up! say so they have an exclusive live girlfriend update." Uh oh. A, there's there's okay, movement okay. in the story. Okay, I'm getting off. Thanks for taking this. Me, is gonna good. be good. Thanks for coming in and saving me. Love okay, me. bye. Guys. Love you, guys. <laughs> okay, Jeremy, we need that. Uh, we need that update. Did you see that clip <laughs> that I showed about the uh, right stuff dating thing? Sorry, I didn't play that yesterday. I was like. It was freaky. Um, Trish, are you good? Trish, are you good? You seem a little angry this morning. Mr. Government, how do I gut this fish? <laughs> Please help. <sighs> uh... Caller, you're live on the air. Good morning. Uza. Yeah, Jerry, what's going on, brother?
3: What's up, man? You're holding on the fort pretty well again. Nice job. Nice job.
0: Hey, thank you. I'm just kind of feeling my way you're through well. the dark here. and uh doing well. You're I figured I'd well. just jump into the deep end and just run it run it solo and just kind of see see how it goes
3: i took the I'm sorry p- people really don't understand how hard it is to do what you're doing
0: thank you yeah i didn't even understand how hard it is to do what i'm doing until i did it yesterday <laughs> <laughs> hey you know totally. what you know totally. what was even harder is like going back and i knew i had to do this it, but like watching portions of it back like watching myself to figure out exactly like, okay, because I really felt like I was like, all right, the first 15 minutes was a little shaky. I was kind of projecting that mm-hmm. nervousness a little bit. We got into the affiliate talk. I like settled in. Once I settled in, I was able to like keep it together. But having to go back and, and watch that was like, <laughs> dude, I couldn't do it. I was like, oh man, this is going to be.
3: There's not much uh, harder things to do than watch yourself back. We use that dad's group. We use the Marco Polo app and you talking to your phone and, you're watching yourself talk and you're just like, hopefully I don't sound like a bumbling idiot. And then, <laughs> then you watch your video back and you're like, damn it, I sound like a bumbling idiot. Yeah. And like, this sucks. But, oh. no, I think you're doing great. I think you're doing great. Hey, um, thanks, no, I actually, I, 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 didn't, I don't have a... Uh, I'm going to go hype. Wait, hiking.
0: wait, say that again. You cut off. You cut off. Uh-oh. Jeremy, we lost you. Come back. Oh no. Right when he was about to give the update. All right, we'll try try to call back Jeremy, if you could uh if you could hear me still. I seem to lost the call. Okay, hopefully he'll uh hopefully he'll get back. Cuz I kind of want to know. Odd what's up. Finally made it back to civilization and got enough service for the pod. Okay, here we go. Hold on. Hold on, Jeremy, you back with us? Hey, did I lose you? Oh, perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Where was I uh, rant? What was I ranting
0: about? Well, you're about to break into the uh, an update for us with the with the new oh. the new lady friend, and I got this little chime thing. We're gonna play that. We got to give you something Ooh. a little a little bit better uh, <laughs> next time next time you call, so that way people know the segment has started.
3: I like that. I like that. I'm flattered. No, actually, it's funny. Um, I was listening before when Darth Vader called in and he's giving me the shout out. I just wanted to, I just wanted to return the love. Thank you, Darth Vader, for the shout out, for the encouragement. The stories will keep coming. I don't have, I mean, I have some, but I'll save them for another segment um, for another time.
0: Let it pile up a little bit, you know, so then that way everybody, uh, everybody's, that way when you really hear it, you get the crazy stuff, you know? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, we're gonna go on a hike today,
3: so I'm sure there'll be oh. plenty of uh moments so, memories um, made.
0: Okay, yeah. So have you guys spent a lot of time together with just just conversationally, like a long drive or like this hike that's coming up? Is this gonna be the first one of those or have you have you experienced that with it already?
3: Be the first hike, but okay. we have had uh we've had a lot of one-on-one conversations and I'll tell you what what nor what what I normally do is and by the way I had a something else I was going to talk about but I this is cool this is cool um, what I normally do is kind of like what Savan had uh, suggested early on is ask questions you know instead of jumping to conclusions or getting upset or getting my feathers ruffled I ask questions you know she says something. How she feels about this or that person and i i asked the question like why do you feel that way or you know what's led you to believe that you know and, and yeah. then then i can get into like all right this is why she thinks that way and then i can and then you offer then you can a counterpoint
5: her, you just hit her with just hit her with yes. one of those
0: <laughs> and now do, you, I'll try. do you feel that she does she like go deep into issues and like really spend the time to kind of like process them or is she more of just a headline sensationalist kind of go with whatever the popular opinion is
3: the second part and yes mm. and and that's mm. what's that's frustrating at first but again when you're in a bubble when you live and every a lot of people do i don't want to say everybody does a lot of people exist in a bubble and Exists in that bubble, you do what people in that bubble do, typically. You don't, if you're one to watch CNN, for example, and see a story about a black guy that was, you know, assaulted or whatever by the cops, you don't read past that. You see that, it fits your narrative, fits the narrative of the bubble that you're in, and you just run with it. Confirmation bias, uh, confirmation
0: bias. Yeah, 100%. Yeah,
3: don't
0: look
3: at it. 100%. So when I when I uh, push back, when I, you know, even tell her or go a little bit deeper, uh, she brought up Joe Rogan the other day, asked if I like Joe Rogan. I okay. said... Um, Is that a baiting I said, question? I,
0: I feel like that was a baiting question. Did you feel baited?
3: Well, she prefaced it with all these losers. She works with a lot of guys. She's like human resources. So she works with a lot of guys and all these losers at work like Joe Rogan. What do you think of Joe Rogan? I'm like, hmm, I'm being or she's just genuinely asking a question. Hmm. But you know what? I'll answer it. And I told her, I said, over the years, I probably watched—I don't know—I don't watch him a whole lot. Ten, ten episodes, you know. Uh, he had the the COVID doctors on. Not, well, by COVID doctors, I mean the doctors that were being banned or whatever because they were going against the the COVID narrative. Uh, he he had like Francis and Gano on he, he's had some really cool interviews, and I'm like, I, I appreciate the guy. She's like, well well isn't he racist and i'm mm, like mm, ah, mm. i'm glad you asked that i'm like mm. and actually i was talking with savannah about this offline and i said no uh have you actually how far into that story have you actually looked and we went back and forth about it and it was really cool because at the end of it she's like oh okay like, like you can see the wheels were turning maybe you know she didn't say she doesn't or she loves him or anything now, but you can see the wheels returning a little bit there. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Lisa, you could still not like the guy. I don't care. I don't need you to like Joe Rogan, but what I need you to do is think a little bit better. You know, think a little bit deeper. Go, go further than what a headline or your friend might tell you. You know,
0: so. mm, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think too, like, be careful with the baited questions. Usually, just followed up with a question. You watch Joe Rogan? I, I have from time to time. Have you listened to majority of his stuff?
5: and then it forces her to be like like yes
0: i've listened to it or no i haven't right because then you could start to dig it a little deeper she's like no i don't really listen to it yeah and then you could the conversation almost just ends right but if you're if she's like yeah i have listened to some of it like cool what episodes oh okay that's interesting what didn't you like about it what did you like about it right because uh chances are if she honestly thinks that joe rogan's a racist she's probably never really even listened to the show right there's like no Great way point. you've, you've listened to it, so just rather before uh, before giving out your you know showing your cards, pry a little bit more, ask a little bit more questions, and you know how much of your cards you have to show.
3: I love that. That's genius. You're wise man. I appreciate that. Hey, oh.
0: Even a broken oh. clock is right twice a day. So I got that going for me. Hey,
3: hey. <laughs> Annie's humble man. Grace is, is a lucky lady. <laughs> um, so the the actually what I was calling him. Um, I, I know that maybe within the last few months I called in and I asked you a question about, uh, my, excuse me, my affiliate, I think, but I don't know if it was this exact question. So here's the question. Um, we were talking about affiliates and weird, you know, weird things or whatever. Uh, so our, uh, real quick, uh, I started uh, a help starting affiliate back in 2013 and I Left and then came back and uh so I left to coach somewhere else for a while and help a few other gyms and then came back. And when I came back, it was around the pandemic starting, and the previous owner that I had started it with uh couldn't, you know, he he wants to shut down. He he couldn't afford to stay open, okay. or at least that's what he said. Uh so he sold it to a um one of the members one of the members stepped up and uh she bought it and I was her first coach and so she you know asked me to come back and help out so I come back and she owned it and i would say the first year was pretty cool um she was very involved uh all the things you know can, you know checking the boxes of what you want to see your affi- from your affiliate owner but for about the last i don't know year and a half or so two years um her and her now new boyfriend uh, are very, very, very absent. I mean, like they'll, they'll be in there shit, maybe once a week to stock the fit aid fridge. Um, but they don't attend classes. She doesn't coach. Uh, I was at her L1, I sat with her and talked and encouraged her said hey you're gonna have to do this someday especially if you're the gym owner you know uh we had very deep talks about it she doesn't coach her boyfriend doesn't have his l1 uh he doesn't coach they're never there this and this is what's the really unfortunate thing is they are the type of people that change the energy in the room in a bad way so because they're never there because they're not involved when they come members coaches anybody they get it changes. Everything changes. Everyone goes from happy to you know not so happy anymore. And we've had coaches meetings without them. There's probably twelve, twelve to fifteen total coaches, and we've had coaches meetings without them. And the only thing we can come to the conclusion of doing is tr- maybe try to drive them out to sell to one of us, so that we can you know carry on the gym and and not have to worry about their app. How, how do you go? You know, you're a longtime affiliate owner. How do you go about navigating something? I don't know if you've personally been in this situation or if you've seen it. How do you navigate like absent owners? And it's not an anytime fitness. You know, this is a CrossFit gym. Owners need to be there, right? So how do you go about navigating that?
0: Yeah, so great question. <clears throat> and uh, and uh, Jay Sizzle, Sizzle, I'll uh, read his uh, comment here because this actually applies to it. It says, I think it's unfair not to show cards. There needs to be a balance to have an open conversation. Um, and in this case, I 100% agree. I think that it's not very fair to the current owners if, if somebody isn't speaking up and saying, hey, look, can I talk to you guys? Um, privately you pull them aside into a room and you say, and you say exactly what you said to me to them and say, look, I'm, I'm saying this for the sake of, of trying to better the situation. I think we've got an awesome community here and there's a lot of potential and I want to work with you guys, um, to help, you know, find that potential here and then listen to what, what it is in their case. Cause there might be a ton of stuff going on in their life that everybody's unaware of that is, is keeping them from being more included into the affiliate, more involved. Um, Or they simply might just be like we talked about on the Chris Cooper show. Maybe they're just burnt out and they're just out of time. And the thought of going back into the trenches and, and upgrading everything and rolling their sleeves back up is just too daunting for them to take on. In which case you could start to explore the option of potentially purchasing it from them. But I think the the very first thing you have to do, and it can't be, and if you do have a conversation with them, Jeremy, and you decide that, okay, I'm going to, I'll step up and I'll have the conversation. Whatever you do, do not say we, and do not say they. And when you have it, don't say, well, we think okay. and they think. Don't do that because sure. what's going to happen is that the conversation is going to be completely lost. They're going to get defensive because they're going to feel that it's an us versus them mentality. And then they're going to think, oh shit, well, all you guys just talk a bunch of shit behind our backs. Like this isn't even a fair conversation. And in their mind, it's going to be completely lost as far as like having any productive outcome. So if when you sit down with them, you have to be willing to say, hey, I think that this is the way this is. I think this. I've been experiencing this. So that way you're addressing it as you and not this. You know, you're not the operator of the group, and coming in saying, sure, you know, "Well, we sure. all think," and now I'm here to defend the group. As long as you do not approach it like that, and you just approach it as like, "Hey, I'm generally concerned. I'm involved in this community. I want to see the be it, to be at the best it could be," and then get into the conversation with them. Um, I think that would be your best hope for for a for a good outcome here.
3: I like all that. I I totally missed the uh, or forgot failed to share that. Another coach and myself last November or, or so talked to them about that, um, about p- potentially them selling. Yeah. Just the conversation came up, and they made it very clear that was November, so it's May now. That at that time, they were just straight up. They're like, "No, there's no way. We have absolutely zero intention of selling." And um, so then, that's really what's been sparking a lot of the conversation between the coaches. Is like, okay, so they're not here. Not only us coaches have an issue with it, but a lot of members are coming to us weekly, daily with their issues about it and their frustrations. We came We came to them, two of us came to them, the only two that actually probably have the means of buying the gym from them. We presented that to that option of them because, you know, they, they, they're older, 50 or so. They, they have their jobs, no young kids, um, so they don't really have... not gonna say they don't have the stressors uh you know i have three young kids and i got all sorts of things going on but i'm still stepping up and and offering the best i have because i love crossfit that much and i love the people that much uh so they don't really have a whole lot that's hindering them it seems like it's their choice like they just want to own the crossfit gym and it sounds cool and they can come whenever they want and you know, they're in charge. So we, you know, we've had that conversation. They made it very clear oh, we don't want to sell uh, right now or in the near future. So that's why I'm like, that's why I said earlier, like, do we drive them out? Do we no do we, no no,
0: we... no 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 don't drive them out of their own business. Have that conversation with them again. ask if they're open to any changes. Um, give them a little bit of space to to make the thing. if, if somebody showed up coaches showed up to me with their pitchforks and, uh, and uh, torches and said, hey we think you should sell, I would immediately uh, get defensive as well. But I tell you what now sure, we got sure. now we got two threads of the story so you're gonna have to uh, call back and let us know about um, what's going on with the affiliate too for sure absolutely there. i'd love to i'd right, love to all right jeremy thanks for, for, sure. for your call brother appreciate it yeah keep crushing i'll talk to you later Bye. all right he was he had to go he had to he had to go go to a new affiliate i know you know what um hillary which is interesting is the calls that i get uh about it are very very similar to um what's going on with jeremy they're very very similar meaning like they think um you know, they're like, hey, all the coaches think this, we wanna do these changes. The owners aren't present, the owners are absent. So now this like us versus them uh, dynamic has started to to form and in, um, in that stuff. But as an affiliate owner, you gotta get in there, roll up your sleeves, have the conversation and like get in front of your coaches and everything else. Um, you gotta have you gotta have those conversations. You gotta have those conversations. So this might get interesting. I sent um I sent a link out to see if uh, somebody wants to jump in and chat for about the last uh, 15 minutes or so of the show, but we will actually, I'm just going to leave you guys hanging. You'll never know who it is if they don't show up. Audrey, you should be able to talk to your owner. I completely, I completely agree. I think that uh, all, all affiliate owners need to make themselves available to their coaches and to the community for all those suggestions. And the main thing too is like, if you're a, a member of an affiliate where you feel that that's happening, or you're a coach in an affiliate where, where that's happening, like you really have to fucking talk to the owner. Like you can't create a situation where you're, you know, you guys are all going behind their back and talking about it because that's not really gonna, um, that's not gonna set set it up for success there. Caller, hello, welcome to the show. Hello, this is Brad from Livermore. Brad, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Is
4: it Oh, what's up, Matt? How
0: are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. You sound like you're driving on your way to an L1 or something. I could just hear it in wow. the in the yeah. in the ca- in the car. I could just hear it in the tone.
4: Yeah, you can feel the energy, the tone of my voice, excited for day two of my L1 course. All I'm right. Make this test my oh,
0: Hey, how did day how did day one go? Tell us. Did anything anything uh, strange happen in the L1? Was there like did anybody like shart themselves or anything during the workout or anything crazy? <laughs>
4: Unfortunately, no, there was no sharding um it was actually pretty uh, pretty uneventful in the in in that kind of category, but it was good. lots of great stuff that I learned, built camaraderie of course with my fellow classmates and instructors, all in all great day to one.
0: Hey, did you learn anything that we don't do at c f l like you're like, oh fuck, we really missed the mark here
4: so no i nothing like that, but what I did learn was kind of like uh, kind of putting a, a formula behind like my thoughts around uh, some other things or, like the things that we do in the gym it's like if it, uh, let me just put it this way so like one of the things that stood out to me yesterday that really stuck with me was when we learned about threshold training and it, that's kind of to me it was like the science behind moving the needle right so when you know you're at that point where you're like, really gassed, and like that's when you keep pushing yourself to increase your speed while maintaining technique or, or improving that technique, is where you're really moving that needle. Um, so, that was a really cool concept for me to learn about was uh, threshold training.
0: All right, nice. Hold on one second. Let me send this out. So, are you on your way to day two right now? Yeah. What time does it start? I thought that should start at eight. Are you late?
4: No, of course not. Uh, no, I'm either right on time or, or I don't show up, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it, it starts at nine.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Are you excited for anything yeah. on, on, uh, on day two? Am I what? Excited for anything in particular? Who are your, who are your instructors?
4: Yeah. So to answer your first question, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for day two. I think we're going to do some deadlifts today. So just more moving, um, the instructors, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to forget some last names, but Austin, he's the, uh, owner of CrossFit Milpitas where I'm taking my L1 course, Zach Pine and then Megan, her last name starts with a B and I can't remember what it was. Um, but they're great instructors.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. You got a good cast there. I, um, I know the three of them, not like no, no, but you know, know of and have spent some time with the three of them over the years. Yeah. Over yeah. the years. All right. Well, that's awesome. You got anything else for us? Anything exciting? Anything else you want to say while you got the floor by right there?
4: God, there's so many things I guess I, I could or want to say, but other than that, uh, if you're thinking about taking the L1, and I am not, um, I'm not paid by CrossFit. Uh, I'm not endorsing, uh, or maybe I am endorsing that. You're definitely endorsing even it.
0: If, <laughs> it's not a paid endorsement.
4: Yeah, that's right. This is an unpaid endorsement. If you're, you even if you're not uh, taking the L1 course to become a coach, if you just really like CrossFit and want to like it more and learn about it more and actually really just learn about fitness and health in general, I strongly recommend uh, taking the course. Um, I've, I'm taking it so that I can be an instructor at the great CrossFit, liver, or not instructor, coach at the great CrossFit Livermore. Um, but I would have also taken this course just if I wanted to know more about fitness and health and CrossFit.
0: Beautifully said. Thanks for the call. Enjoy your day too, Brad.
4: Thanks for taking my call. Have a great day.
0: I'll talk to you later, brother. Bye. Bye. Boom. Got the L1. That's Brad Roots. He's a member of the gym. Good friend of mine. And he's on his way to the L one right now. Your expires on Saturday. So odd. The question is, is are you gonna go for the L one again? Or are you gonna go and get the L two? My suggestion get the L two. Jeremy World, he actually paid to endorse CrossFit. Yes, that is right. What's going on with Frank? Why are you guys um who is Frank? Um, to just to just own a business and show up sometimes. I don't understand. Wait, what was that one before? Let's go with this. This is probably like some hater comment because I see people are arguing with them. Frank. Crossfitters has such a romantic idea of what the owner of a business should be. The thing is, being an owner of a CrossFit gym doesn't really work unless you're engaged. But still, it's not immoral. Okay. Well, I just kind of read that randomly. So it's not... Not too much background on that. Okay. Back to our clips here. So this one this one i thought would be a little feel good a little a little perspective shift if you will and i don't think any of these Sorry, i'm just checking these things okay so uh odd i don't coach so why would i pay crossfit hq a grand now i struggle with this question for months though. oh yeah i guess that's true like if you're not applying it or anything then i guess it doesn't matter you just let it let it expire out the L2 is great though if you are planning to coach. Like the L1 is kind of that introductory course, but the L two, you'll be able to like take some real tangible things away and immediately apply it into your into your class. Into your class. Hello, I sent you a text. Shit's always on do not disturb. So you probably didn't even uh you probably didn't even see it. Yeah, Jay Hartle, if you don't plan on coaching, then don't. I think the first time is necessary so you could learn all the information because the course is just incredible, but I do kind of, um, I do kind of agree that maybe if you're not going to apply it, there might not be a reason to renew it. Frank, they're arguing about uh, my point about programming. They're arguing my point about programming. Okay, fair enough. Sorry if I read your comment out of context. Mason, let my L one expire. Is that like a threat? Let that L one expire, son. See what happens to you. See what happens. Okay. So yesterday's uh, show, I ended with um, saying, "If you only had today, what you were grateful for for yesterday." I'm using the right tense here uh, in this. Caller, hi, welcome to the show. Oh, damn, you're in a car, so that means you can't come hang out. How
2: did you know? Because I could
0: I could hear you driving. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Ah, crap. Yes, I am in a car.
0: (laughs) How's it going? It's going great. Being on the show solo. Pretty bad.
2: No, no, no,
0: no, the sound. Oh, no, 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 your sound, you're, no, it's fine, it's fine. No worse than the other ones were, got it's it. good, it's good. Were you, are you going somewhere you could talk about? Anywhere fun, or are you just like doing some daily I, I chores and back shit? back
2: from Florida.
0: Ah, okay, how was that? It was good,
2: we're looking at houses, we're trying to get out of Chicago. As everyone in the comment section always says to do, so I listen to what people tell me to do.
0: Nice, and how's that working out so far? Pointing in the right directions?
2: We looked at, like, 50 houses in one day. It was miserable, but it was good. <laughs> okay. I know, some people are into that sort of thing, not me.
0: Oh, uh, Vena.
2: Alex is having a blast. She loves
0: it. I can't even say his uh, name, but someone said, sounds like shit. Stop being a pussy, Sousa. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It sounds like what? Were you in the car. Oh, come on. Is it that bad? No, I don't. It's not that bad. I don't think it's that bad. It sounds fine in my headphones. I'm Wad Zombie, ninety
2: nine.
0: So is Hiller going to semifinals? You going to semifinals? Wad Zombie wants to know for two bucks.
2: As of right now, the East is probably 50-50, and okay. the West is 0%. 0%? Okay.
0: All right. Are you
2: going to the West?
0: I am not. I don't think. Well, I live in the West. So I'm kind of already here, but no, I don't think I'm going to go to the uh, semifinal. I think I'll just be helping out. I heard you say earlier
2: you weren't going.
0: I was not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not.
2: We were um, also. What are you beating out the bush for? Why'd you just tell me no?
0: I mean, I don't know. I like to have a little air of suspense. Keep the people guessing. You know what I mean? Keep the people
2: guessing. It's so hard to do what we do when you're at the events. Would you agree?
0: Yeah, it's um, it is tough. I honestly, it's kind of like doing the show by myself. Like I thought I had an idea of what it was going to be like, and I was like, oh, I got this. And then you show up and you get working, and you're like, fuck, this is a lot harder than I thought it was. Especially
2: interviewing the company, asking about the Open workouts being released. The Open is over. The leaderboard is finalized. I'll make a post about it probably tomorrow. But it's a it's an official release on the the podcast. The Open is over. Who
1: is that? <laughs> oh.
2: I was, I, was, I, was, I was reading the comments. Yeah, Zeron.
0: Taylor, I have two no open workouts been released. <laughs> yeah, that's a little late there. Well,
2: when we were running around the, When we were running around the games, didn't we have multiple conversations about how we had no idea what was going on at the games? You're we so busy trying to talk to people.
0: Oh, I mean, that's the hardest part is figuring out what the hell is happening at the events, right? And then you know how it is. You kind of like wait. You wait where the athletes come in and out. And then, you know, I got my camera on them and everybody's like, go talk to so-and-so. And and you're always kind of afraid because you're like, hey, how was that last event? They're like, oh, I fucking you not know. Yeah, Yeah, my whole season's over. (laughs) And you don't even know. I also found that the blanket like, hey, great job out there when you really have no idea what happened is also not a good strategy. I did that a couple of right. times and they gave me this weird look like, yeah, you don't even know what the fuck you are talking about. But yeah, you really kind of lean into it and
2: we go, we don't know what's going on. Tell us how you did.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, that's after we wised up a little bit there. But yeah, you'd be surprised that's at how we much we have. do not know, because you guys are listening, like we we don't know anything that's going on. Like you're kind of isolated to uh, the job and, and getting the people that are directly in front of your camera. Outside of that, it's tough to keep up.
2: And then we'd have the AirPod in and be listening to of like CIA agents trying <laughs> yeah. to feed information. He's asking questions and we're trying to put our, our head up to our earpiece. Okay, we have some intel. We need to know if you got naked on the floor. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, are we gonna go to the games again this year or what? Oh yeah, I'll go to the games. You are too, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. We'll be there for that. We gotta get our uh our audio situation um, handled though, because I know the people that are that are watching will like it a lot better if we got that that dialed in.
2: Didn't wasn't that what Savon was playing out of that mic for with the DJI and his yep. expensive radio yeah. shack toys?
0: Yeah, we got a couple of um, we got a couple of things that we're testing out, uh, but nothing has been an, a huge success for us yet. But hopefully by um August we get it squared away because that would be dope to have another one. Ken at the lab, Souza will never, or Souza will forever be haunted by walking in on Sarah Sig's crying out Wadapalooza. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I just, and I then, got bold. I got bold.
2: No, that's good. That's what you got to do more of it. Hey, Jim You chat. have to realize that they've got everyone to talk about it for up until this point in history. So you go, oh, this is what people talk about. We need more of this.
0: He, yeah, exactly. I mean, that and uh, and people kind of forgot about Haley Adams running away from me, too. That one I kind did. of slipped under the
2: <laughs> I heard she made a retire from CrossFit.
0: <laughs> it was that <like, laughs> like, creep with the cell phone. Jake Chapman has a question. Hiller, want to coach my mother-in-law. She's in the 65-plus uh, category division for uh, semis.
2: If she was in the male division, I would because she'd go up against my boy.
0: Oh, well, then there you have it, Jake Chavin. That is him. That is Hiller saying no, basically. That is Hiller saying no. No,
2: I'm not taking out athletes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Savon suggested I do it. And he's like, yeah, coach, uh, coach Jake's mother in law. And I was like, I don't know. That was Did
5: probably... she qualify for of the games?
0: I think, yeah, 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 yeah. Or they don't have a semi, do they? It's just uh, the online qualifier to the games. They're already followed. over
2: with. That was it. They're, they're, they're done. That just happened. Oh. Dude, I have the best video for tomorrow on a semifinals in one of the age groups. I have some awesome information and it's going to be, it, although it's an age group video, it's if it, were, if it were in the open category, it'd be my biggest video of all time. And I'm curious to see how it will do because it is an age grouper. Mm. But it's going to hit so hard
0: when's that coming out today
2: tomorrow
5: so, tomorrow oh all right it's
2: a it's a it's it's both a natty or not and uh uh no rep video <laughs> in the same video
0: yikes uh, i got
2: out? a whole bunch of information from a group thread of athletes that are all talking about this this one individual that's just out of place
0: wow you got a mole inside the gym, awesome. huh damn not the gym
2: it, it's like a community effort <laughs> that's hilarious I got a group thread that just goes you gotta get this to Hiller you gotta get this to Hiller
0: <laughs> can he not release it while it's on the podcast no he can't uh, he can't do that Jake because he's driving in a car he's driving he's looking, car. Yes. Right. I'm not I'm in a taxi oh you are Right. yeah well that makes sense come back from the airport alright well you got anything else for us anything good I had
2: something alright how, how come you're not going to coach Jake's mom
0: uh, I, I don't know I can't I'm not going to do that I'm, I'm assuming you don't up. have time hip and steel about to get ripped up you but don't see. have any time right no I wouldn't I couldn't do that yeah there's no way I could dedicate my time to that that's uh, just because like I don't I don't have enough information coming in and nor do I have enough, uh, enough time to do that although I'm sure it would be a, a fun experience but yeah no
2: well, I'm thing. assuming this would be, um, from, what it, from what I understand, she's already qualified, and then you'd be on the floor with the games-level athlete at that point. It'd be a big undertaking. It'd be it'd be like, huge.
0: Yeah, it'd just be a resume builder for No me. small task. <laughs>
2: well, no, <laughs> it wouldn't be a resume builder. It <laughs> assumes that it should be put in the back pocket. Well, yep, that was nice.
0: Yeah, I'd put it in my, uh, in, my Instagram bio. CrossFit Games coach. you don't
2: want Susan to to coach your mom.
0: (laughs) CrossFit Games coach.
2: Because uh, both Catron and Fraser were resume builders for birds around,
0: right? That's it. Pretty much. Got them all the way to a TED Talk, baby. they were. Got them to a TED Talk. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I keep messing with my mic. People hate when I do that. All right. Well, thanks for calling in. When you started the show, you touched the mic probably 50 times. Yeah, it's a nervous habit. Grab my shirt too. When I,
2: when I talk to you on the phone, I can't see you talking on the screen. I, I have the comment section rolling up.
0: Uh huh. You... But you frozen. Oh, interesting. Well, I'm glad it's still, I'm glad the comments are still working. Have
2: you talked about Noble at all or no? no? And the Todd man leaving?
0: No, 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 no. No, I haven't talked about that. I like Todd. He seemed like a cool
2: dude. A lot of people didn't like him. I don't think Sevon liked him very much. Well, he's interviewing somebody or he's getting interviewed somewhere. And maybe it was in that athlete where they were all wearing the clothes that made him look really out of place. And they showed Brooke Wells' elbow snapping to all the athletes in front of everybody and (laughs) it's in slow
5: motion.
2: (laughs) But I think Todd was interviewed there. And I go, Oh, I like this guy. And then everyone in the comment section was saying, He's going to go work for Nike. He's going to go work with HWPO. Like, what, why do you guys just assume this stuff?
0: Yeah, that's like, funny that, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's funny that that he that they would think he would stay within like the ecosystem, right? Like those other guys do, because right. they, that's kind of all. That's kind of like their their area. That's what they got. That's what inside their circle. But him, I imagine, he has other options and ventures.
2: I I would shit if he went and work with HWPO. It would it would just be so odd to me that everyone goes and works with them. But what do I know?
0: Yeah, that would be a little a little weird. I don't see it happening, though. I think he disappears out of the CrossFit ecosystem and we never hear of him again.
2: I, I think that that's the most likely scenario. Yeah. I just want to know what, what makes people think that. Is <laughs> it, I don't know. I don't know. I, because there's just dude, nothing in the, my head that would have ever made me think that.
0: As CrossFitters, we're, it's all about us, dude. It's all about CrossFit. It's all about us. It's all about our world. Like There's nothing exists outside of it, right? <laughs> we tend to stay in our yes, small and little HWPO bubble. Yes, the
2: WPO is where the, he was the CMO, right? Yeah. That's where he has to go. Either that or mayhem may be proven. There's nothing else to do.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, he's going to go. He'll probably go to another uh, another major corporation and – CMO is way over. I know Stefan doesn't like
2: to talk about CrossFit as much as I think we like to, or people would like him to. But this is one where I need to hear his take on it.
0: Oh, I'm sure he's got some takes. I'm, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll be talking about it once he gets everything set up.
2: Have you talked about where he's been? Is he just he's driving to Newport, right?
0: Yeah, he's just taking a little little weekend break. He's got uh, he's got some jujitsu tournaments, little travel going down. So we wanted to uh, keep I'll see, keep the I'll show see you going next weekend, right? What's that? I'll see you there next weekend. Hopefully, I don't know. It'll be. uh, We'll do, well, dude. dude I, I'm about to have to go, but
2: I need you there so we can pull that freaking dude out of his shell and record him walking around. That that's been our plan forever. And if you don't show up, it's gonna be twice as hard for me to make him talk to people in the public.
0: All right, maybe I'll do the quick trip li- trip like I did when uh, you were out there, and I'll I'll drive the work truck down and uh, spend a couple yeah. <laughs> I'll head out Good. Friday evening and uh, and we'll kick it until Sunday morning.
2: Everybody needs to know that this has been our plan the entire time, and you're about to bail on it. <laughs> I'm bringing all my camera gear, and we're gonna. It's up on the left. The next house. The next house on the left. The next, one, the next one. I gotta
0: go, dude. All right. Thanks, Calm. Later, man. I'll, I'll talk to you. Bye. Bye. Oh my goodness! Do you guys like that? We do a little man on the street and uh, in LA. Heller and Savon. Okay, back to the clip here. Thank you recalling mr hiller okay so this clip here um if you're just listening you'll probably still hear it, but you might not get the whole gist of it i'll paint the picture there is a little 10 year old boy and the caption reads 10 year old boy um gets colorblind glasses for his birthday and his reaction will melt your heart so yesterday i left you guys with if you only had tomorrow what you were grateful for today what would you be grateful for right? So if you really uh, thought about that, what would you have today? What were you grateful for yesterday? And um, this is just a little reminder that it doesn't take a lot to be grateful for a little fix. Here we go. Go ahead. All right.
5: Somewhere in there is your gift.
0: So there's a bunch of uh, colorful balloons. <laughs> it is. The little boy kind of moved the balloons around to grab a pair of uh, glasses. What is it? Be careful. A haircut's rad too. So he pulled out the colorblind glasses.
5: Thank you, so much.
0: Oh, and he could see the colors of the balloons for the first time.
5: Oh, thank you so, it really me.
0: so there you go. Just because he could fucking see color, and so all you guys. Myself included, that have that uh, privilege to see it the uh, whole entire time since birth. It doesn't take too much to appreciate the things that we take for granted, like being able to see color. So I hope that uh, that warmed your heart a little bit with the um, with the little boy seeing color for the first time. I mean, that so much is right. Like, a uh, we take for granted our situation. And if you and if you. Um, he probably sent a, a, a sick pick. I don't know. <laughs> um uh Jake Chavity's is going to get rid of that awful <laughs> t shirt for a start. That's funny. Yeah, he might see that. That's the first time he's like, You guys have me wearing this? <laughs> that looks ridiculous. <laughs> uh Jay says, Well, maybe we can all be colorblind. Yeah, that's why I said if you if you're uh if you're not. You know I mean, if you are colorblind, then you can't take it for granted color because you can't see it. Maybe get those glasses. That'll help you out. Kenneth Lap, what is color anyway? Hmm. Isn't that right? It's <laughs> heavy. Jake Chavin, Seve doesn't see color. Yes. What if blue is really red? Um, for that caller that just called while, Uh, Hillary was on a minute ago, if you want to call back him for a few more minutes here. I would love to hear from you. It was a random line. Um, I was going to play another clip, but I think I just want to end it there on something good. Just a moment of uh, more gratitude. Right, are you guys going to be down at the games? Are you guys going to go down to the uh, to the CrossFit games? Are we going to have another little meetup? A CEO board meeting? Oh my gosh. I'm emotionally colorblind. Sean, oh, okay. <laughs> oh my goodness, you guys are too funny. Hillary is moving in with Bruce. Yes, that is happening. All right, so I did this last time. I opened the show with it. This time, I'm going to end the uh, end the show with it here. Just a little reading for you guys. Just a little story time. All right, so get stoked about it. I know you are. See through the emotional outburst. If a person explodes with anger at you and it seems out of proportion to what you did to them, you must remind yourself that it is not exclusively directed at you. Do not be so vain. The cause is much larger, goes way back in time, involves dozens of prior hurts, and is actually not worth the bother to understand. Instead of seeing it as a personal grudge, Look at the emotional outburst as a disguised power move, an attempt to control or punish you cloaked in the form of hurt feelings and anger. The shift of perspective will let you play the game of power with more clarity and energy. Daily Law. Instead of overreacting and becoming ensnared in people's emotions, turn their loss of control to your advantage. Keep your head while they are losing yours. 48 Laws of Power, Law number three. Conceal your intentions. Don't show them all your cards. Boom. Oh, God. 48 Law of Power. Again, yes. Get used to it, Mr. Volketeer. All right, guys. Thanks for... um. Thanks for hanging with me again. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate all you guys' participation. I appreciate the calls. I appreciate you guys hanging in there, being so uh, awesome in the chat while I kind of feel my way through the dark and um, and get these reps in um, doing this solo. It means a ton to me. And uh, just having you guys present is a lot. Thank you
5: so much. Have a wonderful Sunday. Be good to each other out there. Adios.